Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Appears to have been cleared. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, now to 7 News. First alert meteorologist, Steve Rudin. Winds are going to ease a little bit moving through the evening, but still plenty cool. Temperatures dropping through the 40s, eventually the 30s. Cold overnight, may see a few snow flurries north and west of the district. Temperatures early tomorrow morning in the 30s. Tomorrow, a cold day near 40 degrees, mid to upper 40s on Wednesday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin at the First Alert Weather Center. We are dropping in temperature. 43 now in Silver Spring, 46 at Fort Belvoir, and in Foggy Bottom right now we have 46 degrees. At 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Kyle Cooper. Coming up. New details on an Ohio man's weekend attack outside a local synagogue. I'm Scott Gelman. A federal judge halts work to remove the Confederate memorial in Arlington National Cemetery. I'm Dick Iuliano. An arrest in the shooting death of two brothers in our area. New training for D.C. police aimed at helping those with mental health issues. I'm Matt Small. Marvel Studios drops actor Jonathan Majors after a jury found him guilty of assaulting and harassing his ex-girlfriend. We will go in-depth with the Washington Post. That's coming up at 7.15. The Dow up 1, NASDAQ up 91, S&P up 21. 7 o'clock. Deadly East Coast storms, flooded roadways, power outages, and flight delays. Verdict for a Marvel actor. Convicted of harassment and assault. Hope approves blessings for same-sex couples. Provided there's no confusion with the sacrament of heterosexual marriage. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Deadly storms pound the East Coast, flooding roads and knocking out power from Jacksonville, Florida. Just in the mountains of West Virginia. I've seen things like this, but not in Florida. In Gorham, Maine. I don't have water coming in yet, but the roof took a hit, and uh, it's not much of a fun day out here. More from CBS's Elaine Quijano. Georgetown, South Carolina, was swamped. We were well prepared for 46 inches of rain, and we had 12.27 inches of rain. A reported tornado touched down briefly near Myrtle Beach, and winds up to 100 miles per hour flipped cars, destroyed businesses, and split open homes. At least two deaths have been reported in Maine and Massachusetts. Marvel cuts ties with actor Jonathan Majors after a New York jury convicts him of assaulting his ex-girlfriend. I'm Peter King. The jury convicted Majors of assault and harassment, but acquitted him on a different assault charge as well as one of aggravated harassment for hitting his ex-girlfriend, severely twisting her arm, and breaking her finger. Majors claimed that Grace Jabari attacked him and that he acted in self-defense. There are facts on both sides. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson. This wasn't a slam dunk for either side and his attorneys certainly had something to argue here. Majors is due to be sentenced February 6th. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin in Bahrain announces a new international mission to counter attacks on commercial vessels in the Red Sea. Countries including the U.K., Bahrain, Canada, Italy and Norway will protect transiting ships with some conducting joint patrols while others provide support. Delaying its holiday break, the Senate is back in session trying to reach a foreign aid and border deal. CBS has got McFarland. There's going to be debate over detention and deportation policies. There's certainly going to be acrimony and debate over what 
powers to grant amnesty or parole is given to the president. It's not just an issue of immigration. There's an issue of separation of powers and executive branch powers. President Biden is looking for a deal with Republicans to unlock his request for more Ukraine aid. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signs into law sweeping new powers that allow police to arrest migrants who cross the border illegally. The goal of Senate Bill 4 is to stop the tidal wave of illegal entry into Texas. Challenge, court challenges are expected. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up a fraction. NASDAQ jumped 91. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 on WTOP on this Monday evening, December 18th, 2023. Fort Belvoir is at 46. We could be down to 30 overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. We have new information about a scary scene outside a local synagogue over the weekend. WTOP's Scott Gelman has that. Brent Wood is accused of driving a U-Haul van onto the sidewalk right in front of Kesher Israel Congregation in Georgetown. That's where charging documents say he yelled, gas the Jews, and sprayed an unknown substance as people left the synagogue. There was a class going on in the building at the time of the Sunday morning attack. People were evacuating after the synagogue got a bomb threat over email, documents say. When a D.C. police officer got there, Wood was recording with his phone and holding a canister. Wood said it had fart spray in it. He was arrested in charge with simple assault hate crime and resisting arrest. He's been released until his next court appearance in January. Wood is also being ordered to stay away from the synagogue. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. NBC4 spoke with Rabbi Haim Schaffner, who was teaching a class inside the synagogue during the incident. This is a country where everybody should feel free to worship as they want to worship. I mean, that's what America is built on, uh, freedom of, of religion. And if we've gotten to a time when people can't do that, I think it should worry all of us. Schaffner says he was concerned the suspect was planning to do something more violent. A man is under arrest in the shooting and killing of two brothers last week in Northeast D.C. Back on December 12th, just after midnight, officers responded to a shooting on 4th Street. That's where they found 28-year-old Octavio Quintano and 35-year-old Osmin Quintano in the roadway. The brothers were pronounced dead on the scene. Now 24-year-old Rosoni Jackson Jr. of Northeast D.C. was arrested and charged with two counts of first-degree murder while armed. New training is coming next year for D.C. police officers. The department hopes it'll help to lower the temperature when officers encounter somebody who is undergoing a mental health crisis. It's called Integrating Communications Assessment and Tactics Training, or ICAT for short. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith says all 3,300 sworn officers and police recruits will go through a two-day course, which includes classroom and scenario-based training starting in 2024. We want our officers to demonstrate empathy, passion, and care but also to not be afraid to take the necessary law enforcement actions in order to protect our community. In the district, Matt Small, WTOP News. A Confederate memorial that has stood for more than 100 years in Arlington National Cemetery was supposed to be taken away. But now a federal judge has stepped in to stop that removal, at least for now. WTOP's Dick Giuliano with our report. The bronze statue of a woman crowned with olive leaves stands above 400 Confederate graves. It was marked for removal by a federal commission that listed monuments and names that honor the Confederacy. But Scott Powell, a volunteer with the group Defend Arlington, working to preserve the monument, says it was erected in the spirit of reconciling North and South. Well, I think the monument should be left alone. It's been there for over 100 years. It celebrates reconciliation. 
a federal judge in Alexandria has issued a temporary restraining order barring the monument's removal, and he's ordered a Wednesday hearing. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Metro has shut down part of its popular line until just before the new year. WTOP's Luke Luker tells us it's happening along the red line so Metro can make what it calls critical safety updates. If you're driving around here near the DuPont Metro station over the next two weeks, you may see a line of people around the block waiting for a shuttle bus. Well, it's always annoying, but, you know... I think it's for important repairs. So Those repairs are coming for parts of the red line that haven't been updated since Metro started. It's forcing the closure of service to the Metro Center and Farragut stations till December 30th. It needs to happen sometime, and I'd rather have a, a safe Metro ride in than something breaking down and getting caught in one of those tunnels. The project will also close the Judiciary Square station for two days, starting on the 22nd. Take a deep breath and just kind of go with it. DuPont Circle, Luke Luger, WTOP News. Well, it's been kind of a rough ride with those stations closed, and Metro is putting out on X tonight. We know this has been a frustrating and challenging evening for Redline customers. We are adding extra shuttle bus service that is running express from Farragut West to Woodley Park and limited from Farragut West to Woodley Park and DuPont. More to come soon, according to WMATA. We'll keep on top of it on WTOP. Virginia Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner, along with Maryland Senators Ben Cardin and Chris Van Hollen, are all asking for more funding for Metro. The Democrats sent a letter to President Biden requesting at least $30 million be included in the 2025 budget, mainly to address security issues. This request comes as WMATA faces a $750 million budget gap that threatens safety, services, and Metro jobs starting next summer. In their letter, the senators stress WMATA, more than other transit systems, shoulders a heavy burden security-wise because of its role in federal government operations. Coming up on WTOP, we are following the stock price of Southwest Airlines after that company had to pay a big fine. Stay with us tonight at 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Bob Imler in the traffic center. Bob, do we have you tonight? Oh, there we go. Now it actually worked that time. All right, great. Uh, Westbound 66 had a couple of different crashes between Centerville and Manassas. I believe they got uh, the one in the express lanes and the one in the main lanes out of the roadway after Centerville. There's been a new one reported to be in Centerville near Route 29 along the left side of the roadway. And southbound on Route 28 also had a crash just before 66, and that is on the right side. Arlington Boulevard remains closed due to downed wires and uh, has been closed for several hours now between Nutley Street and Prosperity Avenue. On 95 traveling southbound, you're doing fine. No delays to report. Around the Beltway, in fact, all is quiet in both Maryland and in Virginia. In Maryland, Montgomery County, I believe it was a crash on Route 27 south of Davis Mill Road. And uh, traffic getting by under police direction. 270 is without delay, as are both 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Clear sailing on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Much appreciated, sir. And now we're checking in with Steve Rudin, 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. Partly cloudy skies moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight. May see a few showers mixing in with a few wet snowflakes. Not going to amount to a whole lot, if anything at all, for the metro area. It's going to be cold tomorrow. A bit on the breezy side, near 40 degrees. Wind chill factors in the 20s and 30s, 45 to 50 for a high on Wednesday with mostly sunny skies. Thursday, also trending dry, around 50 degrees. Looking ahead to the 
holiday weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Daytime highs will be in the 50s, dry for Christmas Day. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin, the First Alert Weather Center. College Park 44, Fairfax 43, National Mall 46. Some of us could fall to less than freezing here, down to 30 degrees overnight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Steve Dresner. So what kind of a day did Southwest Airlines have? In the morning, they found out they were being fined $140 million. And at the closing bell, they finished up $0.08 cents trading at $28.96 a share. Only fractional gains for the Dow. The S&P 500 finished up 21 and the Nasdaq was up 90. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Flagship Car Wash. Wrap up your holiday shopping at Flagship with prepaid unlimited wash packages starting at $100. Visit FlagshipCarWash.com for offer details. And Asia-Pacific markets higher so far. Australia's ASX 200 up a quarter percent. Still ahead on WTOP, actor Jonathan Majors is found guilty of assault and harassment. He's now lost his job with Marvel Studios. We're going in-depth with the Washington Post in minutes. 7-Eleven. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. Oh, who moved the couch? So that's what we're doing right now, in fact, is I try and feel around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, cactus? Can I get a little help over here? Yeah, bro, just let me finish this boss battle. Sure, go ahead. Medic! Now you can get fast, reliable internet on the Xfinity 10G network and get storm-ready Wi-Fi when you upgrade, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Only from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Storm-ready Wi-Fi limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduced to 30-7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. For more details, visit Xfinity.com slash storm-ready. Coming up, the Wizards stay out west visiting the Kings and Philly visits Seattle on Monday Night Football. Sports in 10 minutes with Frank on WTOP. If you think you have a problem with your roof, don't climb on top of it to take a look. It's dangerous, and if you're like me, you won't know what you're looking at anyway. That's why you need a roof expert, one you know you can trust. Hi, it's Chris Core. I trust Roofmasters. I have for 20 years. I know the owner personally, and I've seen the quality of his work on my own home. His prices are always very fair. In fact, he encourages you always to get three estimates for any roofing work. But just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. How honest is that? Look, there are a lot of roofing companies out there, big, small, national, and local, and it can get overwhelming. But it doesn't have to be. When you need quality roofing at a fair price, write this name down, Roofmasters. Their phone is 301-230-ROOF, 301-230-ROOF, online at Roofmasters.com. And always remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. 301-230-ROOF. 713.
The holidays are always hectic, but with the BMW i5 and iX, you can make them 100% electric. Make every journey a thrill with the cutting-edge driver technology in the BMW iX. Or step into the first-ever BMW i5 with its dynamic performance and iconic presence. Find your ultimate 100% electric BMW at the Electric BMW Road Home Sales Event. And turn the holidays from hectic to electric. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Lease a 2024 BMW iX for $6.99 per month. Visit BMWCenters.com today. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Now 715, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Jonathan Majors is out of the Marvel Studios kingdom. The news comes just hours after the Emmy-nominated actor was found guilty of reckless assault and harassment in his domestic violence trial by a New York City jury. A studio rep confirms the news about their decision to not move forward with Majors in the MCU. Let's go live tonight to Washington Post Features reporter Herb Scribner. Thank you for a bit of your time again, Herb. Good to hear your voice on WTOP. There is this whole entertainment industry aspect, but really out of sensitivity here. We first need to focus on on the, the crime committed and now uh, found guilty by a jury for, for majors that he abused his ex-girlfriend, Grace Jabari. Can you give us a summary of what the jury found? Yeah, the, the jury basically looked at it and uh, they basically saw that, you know, this was something that they believed that that uh, Majors did commit, that he did, you know, uh, relatively, you know, based on the charges, uh, abuse and harass his girlfriend. Uh, based on the evidence there, it was not enough for them to be convinced that he didn't do it. Um, and so he was found guilty. And, you know, it, it um, you know, they obviously watched a lot of video, read a lot of the text messages. You know, Majors did not take the stand during this. Uh, his ex-girlfriend did take the stand and she gave, you know, her testimony. So, um, there's a lot of evidence out there. There's a lot of details out there. Uh, they, they shared a lot um, during the entire court case. And so it looks like the jurors, though, made their decision that they found that he did do these things. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's sending shockwaves across the entertainment industry today. Well, you were talking about some of the details that were shared. You know, at one point you can hear majors uh, tell Jab- Jabari, basically, you need to be like Coretta Scott King. You need to be like Michelle Obama. That was certainly some of the testimony and some of the evidence that raised a lot of uh, eyebrows and got a lot of people uh, talking. What kind of punishment is Majors now facing? Do we do we know? We don't know too much. We do know that he was facing a maximum, a maximum sentence of one year in prison if he had been convicted on all the charges. So, He's looking at something a little lesser than that. I've, I've heard that, you know, from from one expert that it might be something like probation. Um, but I think, you know, whatever it ends up being, uh, it's it's you know, it's going to be, you know, whatever they find the judge finds to be the right sentencing. Um, but, you know, as we as we keep talking about this, we know there's some after effects of this for him uh, as far as his career is concerned. 
and uh, how he's viewed by the public, for sure. Yeah, well, two of the Marvel movies now, as you walked us right up to it, Majors was not just playing some secondary character. He played Kang the Conqueror, a supervillain. He was part of the Loki TV show, a recent Ant-Man movie. And, of course, we were expecting uh, an Avengers movie to uh, uh, greatly feature him. This is a massive change. I mean, uh, they've got to find a new actor. They've got to reshoot all the scenes. It seems like they're almost starting from scratch. Yeah, this is a major, this is a major, uh, you know, not, no pun intended, but this is a major shakeup for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, as far as we know, you know, we know he will no longer be involved, you know, and so he's, he's out. Uh, the character could come back. I mean, they may, they've made it clear that, uh, they're kind of in this multiverse saga where different variants of characters show up played by different actors. So it's very likely they recast it. You know, fans are shouting out names like, John Boyega um, or John David Washington, uh, to name a few, who might replace him in the role. So that might be an easy way to transition. Uh, but at the other at the other side of it, they might just do away with the character. They did wrap things up relatively nicely with some of the other projects that you're not exactly like left on, you know, the hook for him uh, for his character. And there's some other villains, uh, you know, Doctor Doom, for example, who could play well into what they're working on. So. Um, you know, Marvel came out pretty quickly with the announcement today uh, that, you know, he was out. And so you have to you'd have to believe that they already have some plans in mind for what they're going to do um, moving forward. We appreciate the update very much, Herb. Thank you. Thank you. Herb Scribner, live on WTOP, Washington Post features reporter. As we learned, Jonathan Majors is out of the Marvel Studios kingdom and may be spending some time behind bars. We have to wait and learn what his punishment will be after he was convicted of domestic violence and harassment, abusing an ex-girlfriend. Stay with us on WTOP. Other top stories that we're working on right now. Can Israel scale back its attacks in Gaza to save the lives of innocent civilians? The U.S. Defense Secretary is in the region talking about just that. The Senate hasn't made any progress on providing new military aid to Israel and Ukraine. We're watching that part of it from Capitol Hill. Keep it here for full details. Now it's time to check in with Bob Imler in the traffic center. It has been Crash Alley on 66 today. The latest one is westbound on 66 after the Fairfax County Parkway. That one is along the right side of the roadway. I believe they had one uh, just before 29 Centerville, moved out of the road. And the two original crashes in the main and express lanes near the Manassas rest area, I believe those have now cleared. And southbound 28 did have the crash as well. Uh, before 66, I think that, too, is uh, still in the process of being cleared, still there, just before 66 along the right side. Both 395 and 95 are doing well. The entire Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, no incidents or delays. I believe they cleared the crash on Route 27, uh, Ridge Road near Davis Mill Road in Montgomery County. 270, that runs uh, without delay. 95 as well between the Beltways. Baltimore-Washington Parkway may be someone stopped on the roadway near Powder Mill, northbound on the parkway. Bit of a slowdown there, and then abruptly picks up at Powder Mill. 50 out to the Bay Bridge without delay. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. All right, Bob, now to Steve. Uh, he is uh, Steve Rudin. He is 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. Temperatures continue to slide, moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight with wake-up readings in the 30s. Wind chill factors tomorrow only in the 20s and lower 30s with actual highs near 40 degrees. We'll see wind gusts 20 to 30 miles per hour. Not as windy on Wednesday, lots of sunshine, 45 to 50. Near 50 on Thursday, dry on Friday and Saturday. Christmas Eve on Sunday, lower 50s, middle 50s on Christmas Day. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin. 
First Alert Weather Center. Okay, Steve, Georgetown 44, Bowie 44, and Leesburg 41. Some suburban areas could drop to 30 overnight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP, an elected leader in D.C. has to pay a fine for voting in the last general election, both in D.C. and elsewhere. Stay with us now, 721. When it's time to buy new appliances, you want to pay less. And you probably think that means heading to a big box store. But for the best appliance deals, remember, Bray beats big. At Bray & Scarf, we start with instant savings that make us competitive every day. Then we break out of the box with exclusive package rebates on top of manufacturer rebates the big box stores simply don't have. And if you do find a lower price locally, we'll match it for up to 30 days after purchase. Don't fall for the big illusion that the big box stores save you more. The better appliance deals are at Bray & Scarf. Don't miss the year-end clearance event going on now at Bray & Scarf with great deals on great appliances, in-store and online. All in-stock KitchenAid dishwashers are on sale. And save on Whirlpool washers and dryers. Come see for yourself that Bray beats big. Visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. America needs a reliable supply of semiconductors. Only one company designs and manufactures leading-edge logic chips in the U.S., and that's Intel. With support from the CHIPS Act, Intel is investing more than $100 billion over five years to make America a semiconductor leader, bringing innovation, opportunity, and jobs to America. By expanding in Arizona, New Mexico, Oregon, and Ohio, we will fill vital supply chain gaps and boost our economic and national security. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. The holiday season is right around the corner. Give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steel.usa.com slash gift guide. This is WTOP News. Now 723. An elected leader in D.C. and five others were fined for committing voter fraud. Vanessa Rubio is an advisory neighborhood commissioner in Ward 4. NBC4 reports she voted in both D.C. and Maryland in the 2020 general election. That's according to the D.C. Elections Board. Documents from the board show Rubio voted in person in Maryland on November 1st of 2020 and then in D.C. two days later. Rubio admitted she voted twice to the board but said she didn't think it was illegal because D.C. is not a state. The Elections Board fined her $500. Rubio declined to comment. Five other voters who the board said double voted were ordered to pay a lesser fine of $100 each. They also voted in D.C. and Maryland. The cases are not related. Funds that helped area school systems during the COVID pandemic are being cut back, and that is impacting how local leaders are planning their budgets for the coming year. WTOP's Kate Ryan is looking over Montgomery County school budget. $3.3 billion. That's how much Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight said is needed to operate schools in the next year. Right now, 125 million ESSER dollars are paying for mental health resources, curriculum resources, technology, and so much more. ESSER refers to the federal money that was poured into schools as part of the COVID recovery plan. But $92 million in that federal cash will dry up. So McKnight is hoping to use the remaining $33 million to continue to pay for social workers, school psychologists, and restorative justice programs. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A medical facility for expecting mothers is in the works in Prince George's County with the goal of putting a dent in an issue that impacts more women in the county than 
anywhere else in the country. Maternal mortality, women dying from pregnancy or pregnancy-related complications. Far too many women are dying in what should be a happy time in their life, right? Having a baby. Deneen Richmond, the president at Luminous Health Doctors Community Medical Center, says the numbers are worse in Prince George's County than the national average. Particularly for our Black, non-Hispanic moms, it's even 50% higher, 37.4 maternal deaths per 100,000 births. She's hoping the new $300 million medical pavilion they're building in Lanham will help with its focus on women's health. It's expected to open in 2028. Michelle